Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mail Right Real Estate Marketing Podcast, where all we do is talk about real estate marketing once a week, every week. Today, we are blessed to have Dale with us. Dale's world-class, I would call him a lead optimization expert, but basically he specializes in helping you get better results from your lead flow. He works with ISAs. I would imagine, Dale, that you probably also work with a lot of the systems that are out there. You probably have to integrate your services into their services and things like that. But I'll let you explain even further than I have just done what you do and who you are. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, Yeah. So I'm the founder of Smart Inside Sales, the company, and we focus on scripting, dialogue, uh, sales training for agents and ISAs. So the spoken word, right? Written word, spoken word, how you're interacting with these leads from when you receive a lead to running into objections with them, to following up with them, to set appointments and further the relationship with them. So we handle that on the sales end, right? With the agents and ISAs. We also consult with team leaders or brokers on growing their uh, companies, growing their sales departments, improving their recruiting processes to find talent and to nurture talent within their teams. So primarily from a sales aspect, I'm not an expert in CRMs. Uh, We generally work with clients that have all different types of CRM. But what we are is that we are lead conversion specialists when it comes to either written messaging or spoken words uh, in terms of sales for people. So that dovetails nicely into what you guys do. I understand you guys are specialists at finding those leads online to supply to your clients. Correct. Um, I will comment on more on that in a moment. Uh, (laughs) If I can somehow do so without... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> turning it into an interrogation of some kind. Um, John, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to... Uh, so John, my co-host, is doing some really cool things, really exciting things inside the world of WordPress as it relates to real estate marketing and real estate lead generation. He's in the process. Uh, it's behind the magic Oz curtain right now of redesigning and redeveloping a service. I'm very anxious as co-host to announce it to the world. Um, but uh, he's doing a lot of cool things. But John, why don't you go ahead and introduce yeah. yourself to the audience? Well, the- it's nothing hidden. You know, we had a focus. We were kind of, um, we felt we were better option than our main target which was bold leads but as we got involved with clients they ask us to do more things than just bold leads you know they they seem to like what we had to offer so we're offering a more um kind of larger package that still has facebook but I would say the main thing is that I'm from the world of WordPress and web development. So we provide a really great um, website solution that has all these extra bits to it. So if that sounds interesting, give me a call. So back over to you, Robert. Lovely. Well, you, uh, Dale, are directly um, in a wheelhouse that uh, I left to actually be a real estate digital lead generation specialist, but I came from the ISA world. As a matter of fact, I worked in that world for 20 plus years running call centers for Sprint, uh, MCI, AT&T, and many, 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 many other huge brands over the 20 years I was doing it. So talking about scripting and and how you speak, intonation, uptones, downtones, Mirroring, all those things are things that that uh, basically have been the linchpins of my 
my career back in the day. So I'm really excited to get into this conversation. Um, before we do that, I'm curious to know if you said, if I told you, asked you, who is it that you really like to talk to about what you do? Because it doesn't sound like each and every single real estate agent or broker would be the person that you'd speak to. Who would you say that you were aiming, like thinking that your a conversation with you would be most useful for? Uh, generally speaking, our best client is typically going to be a team that has, say, maybe two agents uh, at the small end up to at most, say, 20 to 30 agents. So that window of team is generally our best clients. And we have technologies and services and training that really supports them well. If you're a brand new like individual agent just trying to get yourself established and you don't really have any leads to work or uh, if you have a few leads that you're working, there's tons of free resources that you get from your brokerage that you can find on YouTube. There's trainers out there who make it part of their pitch that they do free training. And there's tons of resources out there for that. Um, so we're kind of the, I would say the the middle of the road between people being sort of a giant mega team, but trying to get their um, get their agents and ISAs, either they want to add an ISA, which we absolutely help them do, or they want to grow from a single to a team of ISAs, or they just want to be able to scale their real estate team and have more success with converting the types of leads that you guys provide them. That's what we help them do. Got you. And if you were to say, like, if I was to say something like Hatch Consulting to you, where would you put yourself in that universe of, of sister competitor providers doing some conversion monster. I could go on and on. There's lots of, where do you put yourself in the, in the realm of all, there's all these companies that, that talk about, you know, call center services for real estate. How do you, can you position yourself in that universe for us? I'll make a distinction for you. So conversion monster is a done for you company. Okay. So they have ISAs that they hire and train and they say, we'll call your leads for you versus Hatch Consulting, which I'm personally friends with Robbie Trefetherin, who is Hatch, essentially Eric Hatch's name, but Robbie really runs it. And so Robbie uh, and I have actually collaborated and Hatch Consulting is very similar to what we do. Uh, whereas Robbie's much more a specialist in the written text messaging and system optimizations. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I am much more of a specialist in the spoken word and the sales techniques that a salesperson has to use when actually talking to a lead. And in fact, I use some of Robbie's messaging in terms of text messages, automation, or email automation. So there's, there's a blending there. But I would say that in terms of Hatch Consulting and us, very similar. It's just we have some different strengths. Whereas Conversion Monster is a done-for-you company, which is, is a different thing all to all to its own gotcha excellent well john um i've i've got my couple of burning questions answered do you have uh something for dale because you know me with telemarketing and and all things related to this universe i can go i could go all day i'm looking forward to it. um just quick question dale um recently is anything come on your radar that you think consistently agents do wrong that's been a consistent pattern over the years that you've been doing this that that's recently come back on your radar? Yeah, I would say that the one reason that we're still in business and not put out by all the automation is that at some point you still have to have a human interaction with another human in order to- <laughs> Terrible, isn't it? Shocking, shocking. 
It's the, it's the reason I don't work at the local grocery store. It's the reason I'm sales training, right? And and the other thing is that's that going to be shocking news for a lot of agents. You actually got to fucking talk to your clients. <laughs> wow. For once, I'm I'm not the one turning this into a rated R show. Good job. Uh, but, oh, there we go. Oh, sorry, yeah, go uh, ahead. But the, but that's a reality. So you still have to have that human interaction somewhere. Yes. Automation is fantastic. It's great to leverage. It really does provide an amazing service for people and it helps them convert more, but you still have to have that personal interaction, which means that there's still either zero training having been given to a salesperson or shitty training having been given to a salesperson. And so that's another reason why we're successful is because we have a higher level of training quality that we provide to salespeople, which is why I say, you know, for brand new agents that come to us, if you're individual, that's why I'm saying team is better for us because generally someone has already provided you some training. You have some leads to talk to. You don't come to us to figure out how to get leads. You come to us because you have leads and you want to improve your level of conversion with those leads. And so that's what we specialize in doing. And so consistent things I see, which keeps our doors rotating is being able to take a salesperson from basic scripting dialogue skills that the Mike Ferries out there are giving people or that the KWs of the world are giving people and saying, okay, great, learn that stuff. You have a good foundation. Now come over here and let me teach you some ninja tricks, right? I'm going to, I'm going to take you from, from green belt to black belt, if you will. That's, and that's a consistent thing that we see. What a good question, John. I'm, I'm super, uh, super impressed. So um, well, it wasn't I, one of my. I'm trying to improve, Robert. It's not one of my rambling five-part monster questions that the poor guest, you know, takes them a half hour to answer every bloody point. I'm trying to. I try <laughs> to have it focused. <laughs> I? Well, I have an I have an interesting comment for everybody that's listening to the show. This is kind of like a pop quiz for our audience, which is uh, I th- I found this to be really cool, Dale. That um, that when you Google conversion university, I'm curious to know if you uh, if you knew that you come up number one for that term. I did not know that. That is a one. I'm going to take full credit for that, although I had no idea. <laughs> so if anybody's listening to the show and you're and there's always these points with our guests that we say, hey, go ahead and promote yourselves. I always find it very, to be very credible and very cool. If a guest has a good enough digital presence that you can say, you take this thing that's related to what the guest does and you Google it and you will find the guest. In this particular case, you can obviously uh, uh, Google Dale's name. His last name is Archdeacon. Is that right? Did I get Great that right? Job. Yes. Okay. So his last name is Archdeacon, which is obviously a really recognizable name. But if you're like me and you kind of remember people based on what they do instead of their names, you could just do Conversion University, which I think is pretty straightforward. Um, you saw so, me wait to be the sweat. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Dale, when, you, when you're like training – so here, let me just make sure I understand this right. If I have an ISA, I'm a real estate agent, I've got somebody that's doing calls for me. But I feel like, let's say I'm giving that person 100 leads to call every month and I'm using Sync just to say some whatever, just some system, right? And we all know those digital leads need to be called and they, they have to be dug through because about 80 to 90% of them are going to be a waste of time. But we all know that a good person on the phone is going to get a better result with the same 100 leads than somebody who's not, like 
are, are we, am I on track so far, kind of going down a rabbit hole that you're used to going down? Yeah, I would say there's only one piece I disagree with and that I don't agree that 80 to 90% are a waste of time. I would okay. say that 80 to 90% just aren't ready for you yet. Um, and getting rid of duplicates, right? Obviously, because these digital leads are getting resold and resold and resold because I'm one person and I register in a lot of different places or on a lot of different social media. But I would say, and I'm not a lead, I'm not selling leads. Don't get me wrong. I would say that a lot of them just aren't ready yet. It depends on where you're fishing. The farther up the stream you fish, the longer it's going to take for that fish to get to you. So that's the only part that I don't quite agree with. Okay. Funny but enough, I, funny enough, Robert, a lot of women yeah. say that to me. I'm, I'm, I'm just not ready for you, Jonathan. <laughs> oh my God. You're, yeah, I, love, I love you, brother. You're on one today. Uh, um, all right. So we've got, we've got uh, the fish, the stream, the hundred. And let's just say that, uh, let's use Dale's language and say that of these hundred people, there's going to be 80 that aren't ready for you yet. And, and maybe 20 that are somewhere in the realm of being ready. Is that, is that more... Yeah. language that you would you would more uh, feel aligned with? Yeah, and the more skilled you are, the the faster either you can accelerate them or you can make a better relationship and so that they'll stick with you until they are ready. So I definitely agree with that. Okay. All right, so lovely. So I have somebody calling those 100 people, and if I wanted that somebody to do exactly what you just said, which is develop a better relationship, uh, be more closely connected to you, probably not get connected to the other places and people that they've registered, right? Because you said that earlier in your statement. So this one human has maybe registered with five different services and they're probably getting calls from those five services. So you want them to develop a relationship with your team. Is that you yes. on board with that? Okay. You would be the guy that I would approach and say, I don't necessarily know how to get this result. And I don't, or even if I did, maybe I just don't want to deal with it myself. Uh, because if I'm a broker and I have 15, 20 agents, I probably don't have time to do it if we're honest about it. So that would be when I would contact you though. I'd take this one or two or three people that I have calling one to hundred or 200 or 300 leads. And I'd, I'd hire you to coach those people. Is that, am I understanding this correctly? Yes. So we have a training platform for that existing ISA. And then I'm going to make a further argument that 50% of the ISA's success is going to rely on the training and skill set of the agents that they're giving these appointments to or that they're sending the leads to after they've warmed them up or nurtured them. So I love to get the whole team involved in the training so we can improve their skills too. And now if we're being honest with each other, Robert, can I, can I be honest with you and tell you the dirty secret? No, lie to me. No, uh, of course. Go ahead. <laughs> Go uh, for it. Is that what Jonathan says to the ladies too? Um, is that... The, I'm, so, I'm so easy to read. <laughs> Unfortunately, 90% of the time, if a client's first engagement with us is after they've already hired an ISA, I will say generally 70 to 80% of the time they've made the wrong hire and they come to us and they're like, hey, I went and did this thing and I want you to train them. In the back of my head, I'm always like, oh man, you, what you just said was, I want to spend additional money on training and resources for this person I probably shouldn't have hired in the first place. And then I have a moral, we have a moral dilemma as to whether we say, great, pay your money over here, let us train them. Or we say, let's first test that person to see if we agree that you should have made that hire in the first place before we take your money to train them. I really prefer that people come to us either before they make the hire 
or after they've already failed several times and wasted five or $10,000 trying to implement an ISA department, and then they're really ready to listen to what you tell them as to how hard it is to find a good fit for this role and the steps you have to take to make it happen. So that's kind of like the how the sausage gets made behind the curtain a little bit. Yeah, and we need to go for a break, Robert. You got it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're in the middle of what I personally find to be a deeply fascinating conversation with Dale. And uh, we're talking about my one of my favorite topics that I never get to talk about that relates to 20 years of my life, which is uh, call call optimization. How do you optimize a conversation with human beings? And how do you do that via the phone? Or And I'm sure some of the same tactics can be used via Zoom meetings these days. But anyway, we're going to be right back and we're going to dive even deeper with Dale and follow up on some of his uh, comments. So stay tuned. Do not turn off that, uh, that podcast. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but easy to use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no question asked 30-day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number 302. We are so, so very lucky to have Dale uh, Arknid with us today. And uh, we are talking about uh, ISAs and optimizing conversations with ISAs. And prior to the break, Dale said something that I wanted to comment on, which was he was saying that he prefers to be contacted after either, and and correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, Dale, that you said, uh, hey, uh, I like to be contacted after somebody has failed a few times to make a hire or before they hire anyone at all. Uh, yeah. Because, okay. So, because it's very, very difficult to train a resource that is, that is not trainable. So, a lot of people don't know this, uh, but I have probably hired and trained over 10,000 ISAs in my career. And it's literally been a number that that's, it's that big. But you might ask, that sounds like an unrealistic number. How in the world can you really hire and train that many people? And the answer is, is that telesales or telemarketing or talking to people over the phone is a very brutal business. It requires a very particular personality that that can take a lot of rejection in stride and still maintain what hopefully is a really amazing attitude. It's very, very hard to find people who are suited well to that work. And when you do find them, it is really important that you invest in those people. I would agree with what Dale said, because you want them to have to deal with the emotionality and the um, what, they, what they have to take, on, uh, take in as part of this career choice for themselves. You want them to have the tools to, one, get the best result because they'll feel better about what they do. And number two, you have to give them the tools psychologically to take in stride the rejection that they do get, which a great way to do it is what Dale just said, which is it's really not oftentimes not rejection. It might just be a matter of bad timing. So a no isn't really a no. It's just a no right now. Would you agree with that? Yeah, a lot of times it is. Um, so um, uh, how, do you, how do you go about, so let's just say, for instance, Dale, like I am taking your advice. I have not hired an ISA. I, but I want to. I have the budget. I have the will. I know that I need it. I have a, a system someplace out there that's generating me, let's just call it a few hundred leads a month. And I know, I know they need to be called, but so far they haven't been. They've been getting follow-up boss and maybe Ylopo text messages, which is actually structurally 
So they're getting some type of automated text messaging being sent out to them. But now I want I want an ISA. I've heard from 5,000 people that the best way to do this is to use an, an actual human being. What do you do from that point forward? Like, how do you find the person? What do you re- or do you recommend that they find the person in a certain way? How do you handle that thing, that situation past that point? So I'm going to tell you how we go about it. And this is, so we obviously have a training course, consulting course, where we help people do this for their in-house ISA. But I'm just going to tell you, it's, it's not a lot of magic. It's a lot of repetition. I'll, I'll give you our basic format for doing this. And people can do this here. And if they want us to help them, great. But if not, they can do it themselves. And we generally recommend for most situations that hiring an in-house ISA and training them. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say some very risque things here that we recommend that they be either U.S.-based or English as a first language, native English speakers, to be working these kind of leads. Uh, If you want to use a virtual in another country who's not English as a first language, I've only seen success there as a basic lead scrubber, meaning, is this accurate information? Do you have a heartbeat? Um, And that's about the extent of any kind of success I've seen out of that service. So uh, whether you do it yourself or you hire one of those services, I don't recommend overseas types of or- orientation. So we recommend in-house native, uh, native native English speaker, ideally in your own region, because they're going to have a little bit more understanding about how to approach things. So I'm in Philadelphia. I can't take a Philadelphia-based person and have them talk to somebody in Georgia and not sound like a jerk right? It's just not going to work very well. So likewise, somebody from down there trying to talk to leads up here is going to get blown off the phone. So those are our first couple of the recommendations that I have. And then it's pretty simple. You craft a really good ad. We just use Indeed, right? We run it all on Indeed. We boost, uh, we, we pay to sponsor it. You want to get somewhere between 50 to 100 uh, resumes per uh, week. We don't read the resumes. I don't give two shits about a resume. A resume has never been able to accurately predict whether somebody's going to be a good, productive, profitable ISA or not. And the only people who can come up with a good resume are good liars. That doesn't make them good ISAs. Um, so <laughs> I don't read the resumes at all. And instead we receive the resumes and then we require them to do either a voice recording or a video recording of themselves. Right. We send them an email that says, Hey, well, what do you think you make of my one if I did one too? Oh, well, yours, that would be, I would, I would definitely hire you as an ISA somewhere in Britain. If I could place the accent, that would be, that would work fantastically. Uh, you, or, can come, you can come, you said the right thing. You could come back on the show there. <laughs> <laughs> like he'd want to. <laughs> Go ahead, Dale. They love accents. Maybe, maybe it, would, it would increase the conversion. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so shoot a quick video of yourself. Who are you? Why do you think you're the best fit for this role? What special talents or ability do you have? If they cannot figure out how to get you a video and they can't articulate themselves and their language sucks, they don't go any farther. But let's say they pass that. We do, the, we do that screening, right? Then we take a modified Mike Ferry script, the FISBO script, one of the old school scripts that we've modified, and we send it to them and we say, hey, you're going to do a role play with us. And they say, okay, this is after we tell them what the role is, what, the, uh, what they're going to be paid, how they get paid, how they get commissioned, what they have to do that they have to make all these calls, six hours of you know general prospecting a day. And if they're still with it, we say, great, take that script I gave you. 
And we say two things to them. We say, your goal, you're going to play the role of an agent. I'm going to play the role of a for sale by owner. And we're doing this with people with no experience, right? None, no real estate experience. Doesn't matter. We're testing their sales skills. We say, first, your goal is to set an appointment with me. Second, the only way you fail this exercise is if you let me off the phone before you ask all your questions. And they say, okay. And then we proceed to object to them and try to get off the phone and see what they do, right? Right. And by going through that, it shows us what level of sales skill and ability and experience they have. And somebody who breaks role play fails. Somebody who lets me off the phone without at least closing me once fails. If you close me twice, bonus points. If you get stuck in the script and I object to you, I say, hey, Jonathan, I got to go. My kids are playing in the backyard. And you're like, oh, man, uh, can I ask you a few more questions? And you get stuck and you don't move forward. You don't quite have the sales ability or the experience probably for this role. So it's a really good filter to weed out a whole lot of people that aren't going to be able to do this. Then okay, we, I'm getting worried that I won't pass. <laughs> we should do it. We should do it. And we should do it live. We'll do another session where we make Jonathan. You know, I'll be interested in I'm sure the listeners would actually love that. Actually, be on the spot. Actually, I'm sure Robert will absolutely love it. That's uh, there sure. go. Then we move them. If they pass that, we move them to a, a a calling session where we give them a we teach them a script for 30 minutes, 40 minutes. We give them a pile of either old leads or circle prospect stuff on a recorded line. And we say, have at it. You have two hours to speak to these people. Your goal is to set appointments. And then we just listen to what happens, right? And what kind of attitude they have, what their energy is. Uh, are they able to do it? Can they actually get some, can they set some appointments? Even if they're crap, I don't care what the quality of the appointment is at that point. Can you set an appointment if I tell you to? Those, that's kind of the screening stuff that we put people through. And that, that raises people's chances if they have, let's say, a 5 to 10% chance of getting the right hire uh, without using those techniques, I would say that generally it raises it about five times. So you're at about 50-50. Now you're at about a 50-50 shot that whoever you hire is going to be able to do this job and going to stay with you and be profitable. And that number, ladies and gentlemen, is about uh, 40 or 50%. So the numbers when I hired for call centers was maybe one in 10 to one in 20 people would stick. And this is after they went through an interview process. So we would have them submit a resume, come into the office, they talk to the hiring manager, they get past that person. And then we, we, we then put them through like usually a few days worth of training. There's an old, old saying that I always adhered to when I was running call centers, which was hire masses, teach them in classes, and kick them in the ass. And uh, that used to really, that, that did the trick. But even with all of that, you're talking about one in 20, one in 15, where they would last more than the first 30 days. Like that's literally what the number is. And, and in that industry, they just don't show up again. Like they'll, they'll talk to HR. They'll send them a message saying, may I have my check? They won't even bother talking to the floor soups or the telemarketing manager. They just disappear. You just yes. don't see their, their seat filled. So yeah. you're, you're always hiring lots of people to fill that funnel. So what I hear you saying to me, what I've just heard is that through this process, which I agree with, if you're, if you're, if you're running through the process as you've just outlined it for us here on, the, or on this uh, podcast, I agree. That should do the trick. If you're doing all of that, if you're sitting there and listening to them do two hours of calls and you're, you're listening to them set some kind of appointment by that time, 
you'll know how good their conversational skills. The only thing I think would be left is do they have the will and the diligence to do it six hours a day every day? Would is that a fair yeah, statement? Um Robert, we need to wrap up the podcast, but hopefully Dale can stay on for some bonus content, which people will be able to watch on the Mail Right well, YouTube. If you twist channel. my arm, I'll stay and talk like I know what I'm saying. I love doing it. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Dale. <laughs> it, it, 300 episodes and I'm still doing it, Dale. So I understand it completely. Nice. Uh, but before we go, that last question, would you agree with what I was saying? And then we're going go to go to, uh, to the YouTube uh, bonus content if you're willing to stay with us two more minutes. Yes, absolutely. Totally agree with what you just said. And I want to make another point is that you said in that big corporate environment, we did cattle calls, got them in, went through this process. The reason we developed this very, very tight, like you punch them in the face and make them do the work before I hire you is because these teams and are, are they, we don't, they don't have the bandwidth for doing that. They can't do cattle call stuff. And they, they're still selling seven, the team leader is still selling 60, 70 houses a year, still trying to manage deals falling apart, still trying to manage the agents that are whining about why they don't have enough closings this month, right? Or where the leads are. And they have to hire this ISA. And so we try to short, we, I did it myself running and building ISA teams within mega real estate companies. And we didn't have the luxury of doing cattle calls. Like we had to be really efficient. Like you got to show up. I punch you in the face. If you stay, I make you do the work. If you like the work, you get to stay here until I figure out that you can't actually make dollars happen. And then you have to leave, right? That's got to be efficient. Gotcha. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, realtors and brokers of all ages and sizes, we really appreciate you tuning into the podcast today. As always, at the end of the show, I'm going to ask that if you enjoyed what we shared, if you enjoyed Dale and the information that he's sharing with you, and you should if you have an ISA, because I'm finding this stuff to be gold and I can't recollect us ever doing a show where, where we've been talking about this specific topic. Um, I'm going to say, uh, please, thumbs up our our podcast on the iTunes station. Thanks to the listeners like you, we are quickly becoming the number one podcast that talks about real estate marketing. And uh, boy, John and I really do appreciate you hanging in there with our craziness. Uh, John, if somebody wanted to find you, how would you like them to do so? Really easy. Just go to the MailRight website, mail-right.com, and you can book a chat with me and my partner, Adam, who's much nicer than me. But I think I'm quite chatty, aren't I, Robert? And um, even if you don't come or if you don't think you're ready for the MailRite platform, I'm sure we can provide some value in the conversation to help you in your real estate career. And Dale, how would you like uh, our audience uh, to look you up? Sure. We're all over the internet. They can either, they can hit me up personally, Dale at smartinsightsales.com. Or they can go to our website, check out our training options that we have. We also do have a YouTube channel that has tons of recorded content. Uh, I do a podcast called Cash Call, uh, and we publish the replays in there with my co-host, Brian Curtis, where we're reviewing calls. And really just, we're as my friend Sam Monreal used to say, elbow deep in the dough of lead conversion. Beautiful. And ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to look me up, I'm an SEO guy these days. I'm, I'm long out of the call center, call conversion, call business, but you can still get on a call with me in some rare cases. You can look me up at inboundrem.com and fill out one of my contact forms uh, if for some reason you're looking to 
talk about inbound, which is something else entirely different. Stay tuned. We're going to do another 10 minutes with Dale. We're going to keep talking about this subject, which is uh, getting better results from your ISAs. And uh, we're going to do that on our YouTube channel, which is mail-right uh, on YouTube. So look forward to seeing you there.